What's going on, everybody? COTM fam, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, just wanted to take the moment, take the time to thank you guys for really listening and continuing to tune in to another episode of what we've uh, just kind of put together. Um, this is season five, episode two, um, my sermon on sermon, sermon on the sound of a posture. Um, that really came from just trying to figure out where God was um, eventually taking me into the season of alignment. Um, but I found that through walking through encounter and going through the year of expansion, I found myself um, expanding into alignment um, in many different ways. So I hope you guys enjoy this sermon. Um, I hope you take from it. I hope you're blessed from it. And uh, yeah, welcome back.
And so I was like, okay, Lord, if I can't articulate what is going on with me, what is going on in my life, help me to follow you as if, you know the game, like hot and cold. So if I'm walking on a path, Lord, tell me if I'm getting colder. Tell me if I'm going in a direction that I'm not supposed to be going. And I want to I, I feel it. I want to feel it. I think that's what us millennials, us younger age, yeah. desperately desire. We want to feel God. Yeah. And so that's been my prayer this season. And so speaking that out, I've been feeling it more than ever. I haven't been able to articulate what is actually been going on, but I've been able to feel him more than ever. Yeah, amen. And I pray the same thing is for you. Turn to your neighbor and say, I came to receive. I came to receive. Turn to your other neighbor and say, I came to receive. The reason why I had you say that is because life and death lies in the power of your tongue. Right, come on. And the God who created the universe spoke it into existence. So what he did by saying yeah, that was that. he created a space, an atmosphere for you to be able to receive what God has to give you. Not what Jamal has to give you, what God has to give you. Amen? Amen. Amen. Bring it. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you tonight. Grateful and thankful for all that you're doing. I pray, Father, that if there, are any, if there is anything that tries to come against what you have to push, push forward, as Pastor Chase was just talking about, pushing forward, I pray, Lord, that we would take a stand in the name of Jesus, yes. that the thing that was trying to take away from what you have for us, Lord, would not prevail. Yeah. I pray, Lord, that those who are with under the sound of my voice, Lord, would leave here inspired, to go deeper with you, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's in your mighty son Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 During pre-service prayer, I was also, uh, <coughs> I was praying, and that was, that was actually the word I was praying, Pastor Chase, push. Uh, if you grew up in the church, you know the acronym, push, pray until something happens. That's for somebody in here. Yeah. <laughs> pray until something happens. Now you don't pray until you feel like you want to stop, until you feel like you're tired, till you feel like, you know what, Lord, I'm done with the conviction. No, pray until something happens. Yeah. Now we're going to get into the sermon. <laughs> Take your time. Acts chapter 2. If we could all stand for the reading of the word. It should be on the screen. I'm going to read the full thing. I'm going to try not to stop, but I doubt it there's a lot in here. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, ooh, actually, I need to go back. Wow, already. When the day of Pentecost, that stopped me when I first came to this. Pentecost. To break that up, because the, the word cost stuck out to me. I was like, why is that sticking out to me? So I broke it up. And penti is actually the number five in the Greek. The number five means grace. Let's your neighbor and tell, tell them, your grace has cost you something. Your grace has cost you something. 
they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were, where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each of them. Mm. This stuck out to me too, and divided tongues. I don't the Bible says that a house that is divided can't stand. So I don't believe the Bible is contradicting itself here, but I also but what I think it's telling us is to not judge anybody else's worship. Right. Yes. To not judge something that you haven't seen before. Just because you don't worship the way somebody else worships doesn't mean it's something weird. The popular phrase in the church is strange fire. Wow, let's go. And it fell as divided tongues as of fire. Be careful who you call strange fire in the church. Be careful. Be really careful. We don't want to be like this in the church, trying to put out different fire. It's not necessary. As a matter of fact, when strange fire came into the church in the Bible times, God came down and consumed that fire. It's not your job. It's not your job. Let's continue. Verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. We'll come back to that. There were, there, now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound, the multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you that you're in this place. Lord, I pray that how you gave it to me would come out in this time. Amen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You all may be seated. Oh, man. This is an interesting one. This is an interesting one. The title of the sermon is called The Sound of a Posture. The sound of a posture. Can your posture produce a sound? First question is, can nothing sound like something? Can nothing sound like something? If you're taking notes tonight, the point number one that I want you to write down is, if you're hearing nothing, then you're probably hearing something. If you're hearing nothing, you're probably hearing something. That's such a word right there. Just because, uh, yeah, I'm going to read how I, uh, I'm going to say it how I wrote it. Just because no sound is being made doesn't mean nothing is being said. Just because no sound is being made doesn't mean nothing is being said. When I was, man, when I was like in middle school, there was a phrase that came up and it was, it was, it was weird. I felt like I was the only one who thought this way, but have you guys ever heard the phrase that it goes like, if a tree falls and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? I thought that was the stupidest thing ever. I really did. Just because you're not around to hear the sound doesn't mean it doesn't make a sound. Right. It was very confusing to me. Very, very confusing. And I think that's the same for 
people who aren't outside, who are outside the church, who aren't hearing God, and, and the same for the people who are in here who feel like they're not hearing God. Just because wow. you didn't hear God yeah. doesn't mean He didn't make a sound and He's yeah. not speaking towards you. Yeah. Wow. Man, yeah. Some of you are in the wilderness right now, and you're actually in a little bit closer proximity to that tree <coughs> that fell over, but. Mm. You're trying to figure out if you actually heard something because you run to your accountability partner and that's the first person you ask. And so you're like, did you hear like, because I thought I, I could have sworn I just, and they are, are further away from the tree. And so they're like, no, nah, I didn't hear nothing. And so that's the word that you hold on to wow. because you didn't take it to God first. You took it to your, your partner and you took it to your person who is your accountability partner. Amen. Take it to God first yes. and he will confirm the word that is inside of you. Yes. If you're hearing nothing, you're probably hearing something. Eventually, the posture of your heart will reproduce the sound that is being made. We are made in God's image, correct? Yes, So we are made to reflect Him. In the same way, Jesus said, I only do what my father tells me to do, and I only say what my father tells me to say. In the same way, we are made to echo what God speaks. The problem is we get, it gets really foggy when we try to echo what he speaks because we go, to, we go to somebody else. But when there is a moment where it's just us in the wilderness with God, we have no choice but to trust the very thing that we feel he is saying. Mm -hmm. I wonder tonight if he's been saying something to you and you just kind of just brushed it off. Mm. And so you feel like he's not saying anything. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. All right. That's good. Come on, Keep it on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> when God speaks, he wants you to repeat. That is, the, that is the way God gets in you and through you. What he has spoken, you are now to go repeat, no matter how crazy it is, no matter how you don't understand. I know we live in the Silicon Valley, but I believe that he is calling a generation to rise up in yes. a place where yeah, we are our own providers and we are to now rely on him as Jehovah Jireh, who is our provider. And so he wants, there is a, there is, I believe there is a sound that is coming to this region. Yeah. There's so many people in this area who have been called to quit their job. I'm not telling everybody you need to quit your job. That's not what I'm saying. But you see how that thought can sound crazy to somebody who lives in this area? Yeah. Right. No, nah, I'm not going to do that. Nah, there's, there's no way. That wouldn't be God. You tripping. <laughs> how am I supposed to eat? How am I supposed to live? My dad's sick, Lord. Everybody else is doing it. That's how they say I have to be successful. What do you mean? Mm. What do you mean, Lord? 
Trust me. Trust me. Just speak what I spoke. All I said was let the earth sprout vegetation and look how many different plants and trees there are. All I, all I said was one thing. Now all you have to do is take that one thing that I put inside you and speak that and watch what would happen. Watch what grows from that. Watch what grows from that. There is a sound that is inside you that the enemy has been trying to pull back. Man, right. There is a sound that is inside of you that the enemy doesn't want to get out of you. I was at the redemption conference and T.J. just talked about how he was pulling back the arrow. And the further the arrow was to come back, that means the farther it was going to go. In the same way, there is a sound that is within inside of you. And so no matter what you've been experiencing, the further that that got pulled back, the further it's going to go. The further that sound is going to go. It's going to echo out into the land. We are in the year of expansion, correct? You possess first here. If it doesn't first come out of here, you're not going to walk it. My mom used to tell me something, and, and I've said it from platform before, but she said, speak what you want so you can see what you say. Come on. It comes from here first. There is a sound with inside each and every single one of you that will move you past your current situation. You're stuck because you're shut up. Eliza was up here and asking if there is anybody in here who needs a miracle, come to the altars right now and praise him like you need a miracle. Let the sound come out of you like you need a miracle. And some of you are like, yeah, I'm good. Man, sheesh. <laughs> Come on. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> I don't need it that bad. Okay. <laughs> you give it about four or five months. Jesus! <laughs> Rent is due two days ago. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, son. No, I know because that was was me when I first got to the encounter. I, <laughs> and there's a process to worship. Yeah. There really yeah. is. Because yeah. I was not about to like raise my hands. I wasn't about to get on my knees. I just stayed in my seat and I was like, ah, when's James going to be right there? This fire, he be yelling at they're doing another Rudy, they're doing another song, bro. <laughs> yeah, so this is crazy, okay. <laughs> and then after a while I was like Come on. All right. And then after a while I started closing my eyes. Right. And then while my eyes were closed, I'm just like Come on. If you need to come to the altars right now, is that what I'm doing? I'm going to the altars. <laughs> <laughs> what? How did she know? <laughs> oh. Whoa. And next thing you know, I, I, 
I'm on my knees at the altars and yeah. not caring that any other people were in here. Yeah. And yeah. if you guys were here back then, we were only in here. It was packed out yeah. in here. Yep. Oh my gosh. I never wanted to be at the front of the altars and now I'm on the stage. When you start following God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got That's great. Um, God, will God speaks, he wants you to repeat. Can we throw up verse four? Can we throw up verse four? Hey. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. As the Spirit gave them utterance. We get so frazzled in the tension-filled moments that just whatever comes to our mind is what we speak. But I want to remind you something that I said in the beginning. We have life and death in the power of our tongue. So when things start to happen and we get a tad bit emotional and we just say something, uh-huh. I want you to remember that it might not be life that you're speaking, right. but it might be death. Yes. Right. Wow. Pay attention to this verse. It said, as the Spirit gave them utterance. So there was a sound that came, uh-huh. a sound that filled the house. And it said it filled them. Yes. Yeah. It filled them. Yes. You are filled with the Holy Spirit right now. Yes. There is a sound that is within inside of you. Mm. But wait for the Holy Spirit to speak and then you can speak it out. Yes. Wait for the Holy Spirit to speak. I was I was at uh was anybody at City Team last night? Yeah. yeah, wow, wow. I was there. I was there. And I was really proud of Jordan Kidd. Because there was a moment where where he had the transition from worship to the message. And he went up there and it was silent. And finding out later talking to him, he was like, bro, I went up there and I had nothing. I had absolutely nothing in front of people I have never met. And that's a big deal. Because the tension that was building produced to power. The tension that was building, I heard Christian say, wow, because he was there. The tension that was building came out of him in a way of, Lord, I'm not going to say anything until you tell me to say something. Amen. Tension creates pressure. Don't avoid the pressure in your life. There's, ooh, you were just talking about it. There's a moment 
where the obedience of your life will cause God to pour out a blessing that is pressed down. Yes. It's first pressed down, shaken together, and runneth over. Why is it running over? Because it's pressed down. So the thing that was in you gets pressed and then it comes out. Pastor Chase gave a beautiful analogy of how the thing that's inside the grape and the olive, the, the oil, yeah. is valuable inside yes. of it. So when it gets pressed, it comes out. Oftentimes, if there is a tension-filled moment where there's pressure, come on now, come on, come on go. Come on. Lord, they might not like what I have to say. say it. What did you just say?
connected to people who didn't even know them and transferred them from every nation, from a populated city to the wilderness. It said they were bewildered as they heard it. It transferred them. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this other point. I have the power of transfer in my mouth. Mm. I have the power of transfer in my mouth. What happens when somebody is standing in victory and they let out that victory sound, it can fill this atmosphere and somebody who is yes. in defeat can get up. Yes. Yeah, come on. You have the power of transfer in your mouth. Mm-hmm. What happened after this moment, and Jordan, you can come up and underscore. I'm going to be wrapping up. What happened after this moment is shaky, is wavery, Mr. Peter himself. <laughs> what happened after this moment is Peter himself, the shaky one, the wavery one, spoke something. And there was a transfer. There was a transfer of the salvation that he had already had to the salvation of those who heard the sound. He said, This Jesus, whom you have crucified. Has been made both Lord and Christ. The sound that came out of his mouth caused salvation to be transferred. Amen. How many people are saved in here? So you all have the power of salvation in your mouth. Yeah. And it doesn't just stay in this room. Right. Come on. It sits with you at work. Right. It sits with you at the gym. Yeah. It sits with you at while you're driving. Somebody just yeah. cut you off and you pulled up at the red light and they rolled down their window. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Hey, do you know Jesus? <laughs> yeah. No. That's okay. You can meet him right now. Come on over. Man. Come on over. Come on over. No. Uh, yeah, wow. I believe that uh, there's going to be some power transfer tonight. That's So thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Christians of the Millennia. We hope you loved it. We hope you got something from it. And uh, we can't wait for you guys to receive what's coming this season in the season of alignment. So be blessed, stay blessed, and uh, have a good week until next week. See you guys later. Where we at, Nip? Man, we in Tulum at the Mayan ruins. Just climbed off the mount. I mean, a uh, pyramid, got to the top, seen the whole jungle, shooting a victory lap video.
the type that's gon' go get it. No kidding. Breaking down a switch in front of your villain. Sitting on the steps, feeling no feelings. Last night it was a cold killer. You gotta keep the devil in his hole, nigga. But you know how it go, nigga. I'm front line every time it's on, nigga. 100 pro flow. Run and shoot pro. 458 drop. Playing bulletproof so. Every few shows, I just buy some new gold. Circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Downtown Diamond District, jewelers like yo. Hustle, holla at me, I got Cubans on the low. Through the Cancun, smoking Cubans on the boat. Then dock that Tulum just to smoke. Look, listening to music at the Maya Ruins. True devotion on the bluest ocean. Cruise. My cultural influence, even revolution. I'm integrated vertically, y'all niggas blow it. They tell me hustle, dumb it down, you might confuse me. It's like that weirdo rap you motherfuckers used to. I'm a urban legend, South Central in a certain section. Can't express how I curb the tactics. Guesses, evidence of a divine presence. Blessings, held me down at times I seem reckless. Effort, got an L but got an E for effort. Stretch me. Dropped them off in the Mojave Desert They left me Ain't no answer to these trick questions Money making nip Straighten out my jewelry on my best dress Well known Flick up in jail clothes Snatch a champagne bottle from Rico's Till T-shirts Whatever niggas Play a chess, not checkers Nigga 38 special for you clever niggas See bro You ain't living down by the street code Been through all these motions Up and down like a seesaw I can never view you as my equal Fuck I wanna hear your CD default Victory Lab.